0: Hey there, listeners! Bonjour! Welcome to Rhapsody and Reverie uh, Season 4, Episode 6! Hey!
1: We really just gotta switch to, like, numbers. We just gotta (laughs) switch to the numbers. But we're so deep! We're in so deep! We've made our bed, and now we must lie in it.
0: I guess. I mean, we could switch, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to this week's episode. We're so happy to have you here we in our are. study.
1: Yes. With the fire roaring, a glass of brandy in your left hand. <laughs> your spectacles on your face. We are here <laughs> to spin you a yarn. A, a fabulous yarn. About about the wonderful world of literature. And how it has influenced music, because did you know there's a lot of music that's been influenced by literature? Indeed. indeed, indeed. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to keep talking like this, though.
0: We should probably stop. I'm <laughs> sure anybody just... <laughs> that actually has said accent is
1: oh no, oh no, no. this terribly is like offended. This is the transatlantic 50s accent that nobody has anymore. (laughs) So
0: John Mulaney is very, very
1: (laughs) upset. John Mulaney can come for me with his cold, dead hands. I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) Love you, John Mulaney.
1: I really do. Um, But no, this week, I'm really stoked to talk about this. uh, This week, this is my time to shine. I was, Mm -hmm. as we have talked in the past, an English major, meaning I got to be that pretentious little twit in college. (laughs) I got to read books all day. Um, Was it hard work? Yeah, sometimes, Uh, in the regards that I once had to read 15 different novels in 10 weeks, and it's a lot of reading. And unlike everyone else I knew in the program, I actually read all of them.
0: good but for that was, you
1: that was like my fault though because everyone else is like why don't you just spark note it and I'm like because because I want to make my teacher proud of me <laughs> 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 but of course towards you also
0: like reading so... that's
1: yes this is true it was an excuse to do my hobby mm-hmm. for the most part like uh, towards the end I actually gave up on a couple of books like I was like I can't that's fair I just can't. But I think it's fine because like that senior burnout was like real. <laughs> and I forgive myself. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. But um, but no, this week uh we get to talk about something that's really cool. I first discovered this topic, or I got the idea for this topic, because when I was working one of my internships, I was in charge of writing blog articles for the publisher. And One of the topics that I came up with was, you know, I wonder how much music is actually based on like works of literature, like poems or books or whatever. And that led me down a very interesting rabbit hole. Uh, But don't go looking for that article because it turns out they never published it, (laughs) which is unfortunate because I did a lot of research for it. (laughs) Not mad, just disappointed. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I I can't do anything about it now. Oh, well. However, it got me thinking when we were doing this podcast that an episode about books on literature would be really fun to do because there's so many. <laughs> you and, mean um, you
0: mean you mean songs on literature?
1: Whoopsie daisy! <laughs> 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 uh, I lost my brains after I graduated. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I've been looking forward to doing this one. Um, I I know that you've been looking forward to it to a lesser extent, but. <laughs>
0: I'm excited to learn today.
1: That's fair, but I mean, there were there were a few that you put on here that were really great. So I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, my contributions like I I tried to put in a couple that were like good, and then the rest kind of were there to fuck with you.
1: (laughs) But also, (laughs) which which we'll get to.
0: 'Cause that one song. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Oh, well let yeah. why don't why don't we jump in? So um I guess you just tell me where you'd like to start.
1: Okay. Well else okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start with my first uh, exposure to this kind of uh, weird subgenre, which is which Exists within a lot of different genres. Like there's metal, there's folk music, there's pop music, um, probably some country music in there. Um, there's rock. Like so many different genres have all touched on books for inspiration. But the first time I realized that you could do that was in the seventh grade. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you had to read this poem called The Highwaymen by Alfred. Oh, I'm gonna butcher it. Noise n-o-y-e-s i don't know uh it's a poem about uh, a highwayman who's uh, a guy who robs people on the road it was a 1700s thing um Hmm. and basically on the road to like going back to the love of his life he gets shot by a bunch of british soldiers and it's like it like it sucks his girlfriend gets murdered it's sad um (laughs) (laughs) had to read it in the seventh grade and there was a song that um a singer named Lorena McKennett did about it where she, she kind of put the poem to music, but also extended the poem to make it even longer, which in a way I was like, that wasn't necessary. (laughs) (laughs) It's a longish poem. (laughs) You don't need more, but somebody put that song to a, to a fan made video using the Sims. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so if oh you can imagine god. sims in like 1700s colonial clothing oh um yeah those animations were something
0: beautiful else. i'm sure and
1: i told my teacher about it and she goes what and i have her look it up and we watched it as a class <sighs> what hath god wrought no I'm kidding. <laughs> But, like, I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Like, this is so calming and sad and dramatic. And, of course, as a kid, I was, like, a drama queen. Less so than I am now, but I was a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> so I ate this kind of thing up. Uh, that was shortly followed by me discovering Heather Dale. Um one of, one of the best examples I can put on there is her song, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which is of course based on the Arthurian text of the same name in which a knight um, fails courtly love a couple of times because he's okay. Uh, let's just say it's a comedy in that it ends well. Um, <laughs> a guy goes to stay at a rich friend's home because he's hunting a knight and, 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 the guy's wife keeps trying to sleep with Sir Gawain and the guy's like please don't I'm a guest here <laughs> I, well, think lady. You, I think you're hot but I'm a guest here and, <laughs> and I think the first two times he succeeds and then the last time like the knight's like you you got my wife's belt didn't you and he's like what and it turns out that the green knight was his host the whole time but his host like, eh, it's chill, fam. You didn't actually sleep with her, so it's fine. So <laughs> they all go back to the house and eat food. And <laughs> all right. <laughs> and and I was so grateful to be able to read that in college, or actually, I had a professor read it to me, like as a class,
0: hmm. in his
1: in his great booming voice, which was so good for like that Middle English text. But um, it's it was a great way of like digesting, uh like more difficult literature in music and i thought that was cool but (laughs) as i as i was doing research for this post i found that there was a lot of uh examples of just buck wild random ass things (laughs) like uh for example i want to talk about metal for a minute (laughs) because i I don't listen to a lot of metal i respect metal as a genre i i like a couple of songs here and there like i have friends who like adore metal like that is all they listen to Mm -hmm. and and i i understand it (laughs) yeah but i want to know why so many of them draw inspiration from the lord of the rings <laughs> because there's like 40 songs that's just about the lord of the rings in fact a lot of bands really like tolkien and i look i've read the hobbit i've read the the trilogy mm-hmm. i've i get it mm-hmm. but also why <laughs> You
0: know, it's a beautiful yarn. It's a beautiful tale, and it's just so fantastical. You just... It's like the closest thing to an epic we've got. You know, like... Yeah. Like, it's it's like a more modern odyssey.
1: (laughs) I I will say that it is... It is our own our only real example of a modern epic. you're right.
0: yeah, um,
1: Tolkien broke a lot of barriers when he wrote the Lord of the Rings. and i I do respect him and his craft for that. I just find it funny that of all the genres to like latch onto it, <laughs> it was metal, metal. <laughs> like and and I guess like hey. you were telling me earlier, like <laughs> yeah. like go like like say what you were well,
0: I mean, I was just going to say to another thing like the Eye of Sauron is mm-hmm. pretty metal <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like you're not wrong like, like just <laughs> this like
0: dark slit yeah. on this like gothic tower
1: it's You are pretty not wrong. freaking metal you are not wrong um uh- <laughs> I just love that it was everywhere. I was like, I guess, because like a lot of them do draw on like Nordic mythology mm-hmm. for for themes in their music, mm-hmm. um, which I find kind of interesting as well, like, you know, because they're all trying to be Vikings, but it's interesting yeah. that like all of them latched on to Lord of the Rings so much. I mean, it's funny because Christopher Lee actually released a metal track or no, a metal album. And he was, of course, Saruman in the Lord of the Rings. Beautiful,
0: absolutely I don't recall, beautiful.
1: I don't think he ever sang about the Lord of the Rings, but um, I think I think it counts in mm-hmm. there. Um, at the risk of completely alienating our uh, audience, I, I didn't include a lot of those songs. I will touch on um, I will touch on a Led Zeppelin song, which you know that's not metal right or is it metal uh no not really we can cut that then uh i got the name of the band wrong i was like looking at the list um and my eyes went to the wrong one so uh the band blind guardian did a really cool song called lord of the rings which is fun it's a fun time Uh, I didn't include most of the Lord of the Rings metal songs that I found. I just thought it was a fun note to touch on. like Why are you all here? I mean, there are too many. (laughs) There's there's too many. Literally, all of them. Uh, That said, I know um, Led Zeppelin isn't metal to completely backtrack on what I said 10 minutes ago. Um, (laughs) But I would like to point out that they did um, a fantastic song on Lord of the Rings called Ramble On that at first glance has nothing to do with Lord of the Rings and then they start talking about Mordor and Gollum and then you're like oh this is the kind of song I'm on alright alright then and it's about just going on a journey having a good time Mm -hmm. Gollum's there (laughs) I thought it was funny um (laughs) moving on from Lord of the Rings I can't do this
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm still thinking about if Led Zeppelin was metal or not.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm like, tainted, too, because I grew up being told that they were metal, and, like, I know that that's not true, but also... I, I genuinely mind. have
0: no idea. This is where, yeah. um, not to be, like, kind of stereotypical, but this is some white people shit, and I just... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Led Zeppelin is not one of the things that I personally, like, have really like delved into not because i don't have anything against it it's just like neither of my parents were into it so it just never came up for me
1: neither of my parents were into it either (laughs) and like i didn't get exposed to it until i met like my friends from high school and they were into it and i was like what Mm -hmm. crowd have i fallen in with (laughs) yeah but but moving away from uh lord of the rings um special shout out though to the ballad of bilbo baggins by leonard nimoy which you, you have to listen to i'm sorry you do uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think it would be cool to talk about the taking back sunday songs on this playlist
0: because yes.
1: guess what taking back sunday wrote not one but two different songs about two different works of literature. And I bet you didn't even know it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. I have to admit, I <laughs> didn't even realize that Cute Without the E cut from the team was about Othello until you mentioned it.
1: Right? Isn't it wild? It just comes completely out of left field when you like you pay attention to it. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, no, I mean, that's really cool, especially since that song is so popular and such, like, a huge emo staple. Like, I think that's great.
1: Yeah, there's a, um... Like, the whole the whole thing about how, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, now I'm thinking about the chorus about this all was only wishful thinking. <laughs> but, um, the part about how, um... Like they're they're succumbing to like a sweet talker and like they're they're hoping for the best and blah, blah, blah. Thousands of clever lines on Red on Clever Napkins. Um, those are all like allusions to to the play, which of course is about a man being told by a trusted advisor that his wife is cheating on him when in reality she is not. She is faithful, but Othello doesn't listen to her. He just he just kills her. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Does, yeah. does Iago suffer <laughs> ultimately I think I don't remember
0: <laughs> yeah it's been a minute yeah I also um heard that that song was like kind of about like some infighting with the band
1: oh that makes a lot of sense considering like how in the play itself there's there's so much like you know the the walls are crumbling from within because it's the advisor trying to get power by distracting Othello from his you know from himself like he's worried about his wife cheating on him with his best friend and his best friend's like I'm not cheating on you know your wife and I are not having an affair so like there's a lot of infighting in with the play so if they use that play as a model to vent their frustrations with themselves that's a meta I like it
0: (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, that that is very wild. Like that completely opens up the song for me in a way that, like, I had never even considered. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, dang. I mean, yeah. good for them.
1: They're they're a smart band.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
1: really smart, and of course, yeah. the song that you put on. A Liar It Takes One to Know One is uh, based on The Lord of the Flies.
0: Yeah, and like, I mean, that one I knew, like, um, that I figured I found out, like, a a while ago. Um, So I knew that one. I actually found out about it um, around the time I read Lord of the Flies in high school, I believe, and I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. Because I was reading that book, and then like being able to—that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Is like you know the story, and then you hear the song, and you can pick apart all the ways that they were able to play with, the like, the narrative of the story to tell their own story. Like, I think that's the coolest part about this whole like episode and this theme. Like,
1: that's my favorite thing. That's my favorite thing about songs like this, is that like if I'm familiar with the source material. This song just either adds a whole other layer to it, or it just makes what they're going through compared to the like the story so much more interesting. Like it's, I love it. Yeah,
0: like I feel like this song really kind of helped me. Um, it really helped me connect to Lord of the Flies in a different way too. Like, because. Mm-hmm. You know, I read it and I I liked Lord of the Flies like just reading it, but like hearing the song kind of just made it m- like that song really brings out the kind of like crazed paranoia of that entire scenario. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yep. Which I love. <laughs> so I appreciate that song for really like bringing that point home for me. Because Lord of the Flies is wild.
1: Yeah, I think that book traumatized me a little bit. It's so good, <laughs> but um, I think it—I think it's a lot. Um, and I mean, it's it perfect really for pop yeah. punk, like it's perfect.
0: <laughs> it really is, and it does really make you like question the state of your humanity and what it would all mean in the absence of society.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> also, not to not to hop back on the Shakespeare train, but Shakespeare seems to be another one that like really um inspires people. Uh, thank you, Bastille, for doing it not once but twice.
0: Bastille, <laughs> Bastille this- loves a good reference.
1: Bastille really does. And we talked about this when we did our Bastille episode, like how literary they really are. But mm-hmm. uh, in in between uh, our discussion then and our discussion now, um, I fell again in love with the song Send Them Off, which is oh, also based on. Oth- it's based on Othello. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> you know, the We're part t- where he's he's like exercise my mind from the gel, like he's talking about Desdemona, who mm-hmm. is Othello's wife
0: dealing with all the jealousy
1: in himself some people were saying that because he keeps talking about exorcisms that it's also based on the exorcist by um, William hmm. I forgot his last name I'm so sorry uh, but no I really just read this as like his jealousy has corrupted him causing him to have his own demons and of course like that he says Desdemona in the song like you can't get away from the Othello imagery it's very obvious
0: yeah <laughs>
1: um and of course, I think we we touched on it last time too. The song "Poet" is based on Sonnet eighteen by Shakespeare.
0: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I completely forgot about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I love it. I love that Shakespeare has also left such a such a palpable influence on music. It, it makes sense because I think his music, his his his, his um his lyricism. <laughs> His poetry is almost yeah. very lyrical, like it, it fits quite well, in my opinion. But oh, um,
0: definitely, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, I guess like too, just like the prevalence of Shakespeare as well, like, um, just makes it such a good touchstone. For, like, just culture in general, like, it's, like, it's a good one for references and inspiration. Yes. And, uh, like, I, that's just, like, a shout out to you, William Shakespeare, because, like, to think that something that, like, one person wrote, like, in a centuries ago, (laughs) like just it's it's wild it is truly wild like society man
1: (laughs) (laughs) like you ever think
0: about that like we just read stuff that one guy decided to just like put together one day yeah and like that is crazy
1: (laughs) and like that one thing like has gone on to influence so many people. That's my favorite thing about books is like how many people they can touch indirectly and like how one work of art can set off a domino effect in creating so many other works of art. Like one of my favorite books that I've ever read, um, the master and Margarita has inspired mm. uh, a couple of really good songs. Uh, for example, did you know that sympathy for the devil by rolling the Rolling Stones is based on a great work of Russian literature.
0: <laughs> Did not know that.
1: No, it's, it's the devil comes to St. Petersburg with an entourage of demons just to have a good time. <laughs> it was, and, and I love that book so much. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, the, the way, uh, Mikhail Bulgakov talks about religion, um, the way he frames the devil in terms of, um, post-revolutionary uh, Russia mm. and because there was such a wave of um, not just atheism but also we're going to erase even the possibility that this was a historical event at all like it it was wild and of course the devil's there and, and having his time manipulating people and um, there's witches there's a giant black cat that has a gun
0: (laughs) beautiful it's great
1: (laughs) yeah and and like the first few verses of um sympathy for the devil uh the part where like he you know he came to st petersburg or the part where he like made sure Pilate washed his hands to seal his fate those are all directly sourced from the book like scenes from the book which i think is interesting and of course like they go on to like talk about you know the kennedys and like other tragedies where it's like you know we're all the devil because we all do bad things but like it was directly inspired by this book which i hadn't even picked up on before i read the book which i love (laughs) um (laughs) there's a good franz ferdinand song also about that book called love and destroy i don't know if you've heard that one i don't think i have
0: but I love yeah. Franz Ferdinand, so that's good. Yeah. 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 Can I that just say, yeah. <laughs> to like, sorry to completely switch gears here. No, go for it. But like, I was listening to this playlist like the other day, and when I tell you how I lost it when I heard "Rip It" come on by <laughs> Devo, <Diva, laughs> I was like no
1: I know. Are I, you know. I know I know I was like what do you mean what do you mean this is based on a book but I, I stopped and I had to doodle as
0: soon I was like what <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I I saw that and I I too lost it and I was like oh it's going on the playlist this song's so good. Like, this is such an 80s staple yeah. that meant nothing. <laughs> but no, it turns out it's actually inspired by a book called Gravity's Rainbow by Thomas Pynchon. And uh, have I read it? No. And I think I'm going to leave it that way because I like the sweet mystery of trying to figure out how the hell this book inspired Right. with it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>
0: I mean, because it, it's funny because, like, I never think about what that song's
1: about. Like, No, no. You just hear, <laughs> you must whip it over and over again.
0: Yeah. But, whip like, I looked it up on Genius and, like, apparently, like, it's a commentary on, like, American, like, um, like, Americans just, like, idolization or, like, obsession with violence <laughs> <laughs> or, like, the violence. <laughs> And, Uh, like, it's a critique on America.
1: (laughs) And I'm just like, let's whip it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was, like, a dance thing. Whip it.
0: Right? Like, I'm just over here like, yeah, whip it. Whip it good. And they're like, nah, fam, America's crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is fair. (laughs) Yeah, fair. (laughs) now i uh, i want to switch a little bit again switching gears slightly um because you filled in a gap that i completely forgot was was there in that uh another great book that inspired so much music was uh, alice's adventures adventures in wonderland
0: yes yes Because I loved, so, say what you will about the movie version of Alice in Wonderland that came out in the, like, what, 2010-ish time?
1: That sounds about right.
0: (laughs) But the the Almost Alice soundtrack (laughs) was, like, a staple in my high school existence.
1: I can't even So I
0: I had to put a couple songs on from it just like it's technically counts.
1: That's I can't even criticize cuz like I loved that album. I still love some of the albums or some of the songs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like my favorite one you put on here, uh The Painting Flowers by All Time Low.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a good one and that's a good one that's like very, like, specifically referencing something, like, the story, like, an event in the story in a way that also, like, lends itself to a song and telling another story. You know? Like, he uses this metaphor of, you know, the, you know, the scene of, like, painting the flowers to please the Red Queen as, like, this sort of, like, metaphor for you know just trying to please someone that he can never please in his own life which is great like you know hands off to them
1: yeah <laughs> um there's another song <laughs> there's another song You're that just like
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: I mean yeah hats off to them <laughs> Ha ha hats That's no. ha, 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 a thing. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, there's another song that like I had heard before that I kind of never like placed as being inspired from Alice in Wonderland, which is kind of dumb because really when I listened to it with some thought, it's right there in the lyrics, uh, which is the song White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. That's the that's that one that goes feed your head. Uh, r- uh,
0: sh- sh- they say go ask Alice.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> I'm stupid.
0: <laughs> when when she's ten feet tall.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And like, is it really a thinly veiled metaphor for drugs? Yes. Do I yeah. like that interpretation when applied to the Alice in Wonderland novels? No, I don't. But but this song is a groove. This song is a mood and well, it's it very is, yeah. it's very fun to just lie there in your bed, not moving, staring at the ceiling as as the as like the very like <laughs> like the tempo just grows and the volume just gets louder. And, like, you don't have to be on drugs to enjoy the song. You can just be vibing.
0: Yeah. I always picture, like, sort of, like, slinking around a, like, darkened club or something.
1: Yes.
0: Just, like, (laughs) creeping over and all kinds of weird stuff's happening.
1: Living the dream, really. It's the perfect atmospheric.
0: Yeah, it really is. I do really like that song, I think. The first, again, my first exposure to that song, I think, was the Almost Alice soundtrack, but. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's (laughs) fine.
1: (laughs) I I really do like how many songs have been inspired by Alice in Wonderland because all of its imagery is really ripe for the picking. Oh, definitely. It is so bizarre. It is so all over the place. And if you're a poet or a musician, like, of course, you're going to get inspired by it. Um. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I just added some songs on here to like mess with you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Can we talk about that real fast? Uh, The song (laughs) Diplomat's Son by Vampire (laughs) Weekend, which is based on his own (laughs) short story. Technically, literature. It counts. The sheer level of pretension there. I I mean that defies anything I've ever done. Everything I've ever done as a pretentious English major. I've never based I mean, Well, here's the
0: thing. <laughs> so okay, here's the thing. It was based on Ezra Conan's story, but Ross Dam wrote the song.
1: I know. So but like still.
0: it's not like Ezra Conan wrote a short story and was like I'm gonna write this song based on my short story, like, which yeah, I mean, like if he wants to do that, fine. That's you know, ultimately it's your art, but like you know, kind of a little slack.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Does he deserve my cut slack? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that you put Oxford comma on here because that's just him going. I hate grammar. I hate it. <laughs> makes no difference to me. and I love that in the if you read the lyrics on genius, he uses an Oxford comma in the first verse. Yeah, I just want to point that out. like he hates Oxford commas and then he uses one. and I was like, beautiful. <sighs> and I can relate I can hikey relate. I was always terrible at grammar. like mm-hmm. I I understand how things work, but don't ask me to define anything about how grammar works. I just know if it sounds right, it's right. <laughs> but I appreciated it. I thought it was fun. Um, I also liked another song that you put on here, Bukowski by Modest Mouse. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't think it's it's not really about re- like literature. It's more about religion. But it is criticizing Charles Bukowski, famous agnostic slash atheist author who just comes off as a pretentious asshole.
0: <laughs> like, right and I, isn't that song so great because he's literally just like who would want to be such an asshole like
1: i, love it. I loved it i let this one go because i was like yes
0: i thought you would enjoy it. it it is like he's like yeah i mean like i've been reading this stuff but god he
1: sucks Right. Yes, he's the one that's like He's the one that said uh, People run from from rain But sit in bathtubs full of water And I was like Yes (laughs) 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 They're two different scenarios You (laughs) idiot
0: (laughs) Look, if you're out there And you like Charles Bukowski Great, that's fine
1: Yeah, just know (laughs) that I consider him To be fake deep (laughs)
0: <laughs> some hot takes on literature from Katia over here
1: I have so many hot takes um like let me just say um okay so this isn't a work of great literature in terms of canon but I think it's a great work of literature like an example of modern literature to be honest uh I don't know how many of you have read the uh Novel Invisible Monsters by um, Chuck Palahniuk,
0: but I've heard of it. I actually think my brother likes that book.
1: It's it's so great. It is really great. And guess who wrote a song about it? Who Panic at the Disco? Oh yeah, <laughs> one of their like one of the songs off of their first album, Time to Dance, was about Invisible Monsters. So you know the you know the part where okay let me let me explain. Uh, Invisible Monsters is about a, a model, who is so distant like disillusioned with her life that she tries like to, hurt herself, mm-hmm. on purpose, and she ends up shooting her lower jaw off completely. Oh my god! <laughs> and like she doesn't die, <laughs> she's just deformed, and it was purposeful. It was like a purposeful act of destruction. And while she's in the hospital, she meets um, a transgender woman named Brandy Alexander, who the two of them end up going on this like crazy road trip. And like Brandy Alexander's like showing her uh, a bunch of like life philosophies along the way they pick up um, the main characters. um, Not so great boyfriend. And she ends up doing some dubiously immoral things like drugging him with uh, estrogen um a lot of weird things happen (laughs) Um, not to spoil the ending because there's a huge twist at the end that I really don't want to give away like I want you guys to read the book um but it is it it's got so many great quotable lines like um I'm the combined effort of every person I've ever met oh
0: oh that's good that is good
1: that book is so good um (laughs) It's a very interesting commentary on society and on beauty and on many things. But I will say that, um, in time to dance by panic at the disco, uh, you know, the song where it's like, give me, give me envy, give me malice, give me more attention. Um, mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm. other stuff there, there are parts of the book where like, she's thinking about when she was a model and it was like, flash, give me malice, flash, give me envy flash, give me intent Like. It's, it's like the actions as the f- uh, photographer is telling her to do different poses. Mm-hmm. So that's all directly ripped in there. Um, the shotgun part is because someone is getting shot at with a sh- uh, shotgun at a wedding, which is... <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 that's a whole other
1: thing. That's a whole <laughs> other thing that I really don't want to spoil. Ugh. But um, it is so wild. This whole book is so wild. And the, and the song does a ridiculously good job of paying homage to... Um, homage? Homage? I, don't, homage? I can't speak today. Cannot speak. <laughs> um, but it does such a good job at drawing from its source material. Like It's it's so unique and interesting. And I think it was one of their most popular ones off of their first album. So I, I remember when my friend was getting me into Panic! at the Disco for the first time, she was like, oh, and this one's based on one of my favorite books. Which inspired me to read the book, and then I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> it's <That's> everywhere." Beautiful. <laughs> um, they do that a lot, actually. Panic at the Disco is a very another literary one. They did a song, uh, you know, Nearly Witches. Yes. Ever since we met. Yeah, that one's based on the novel *Perfume: Story of a Murderer*.
0: <laughs> That's a great title.
1: Right, right, by Patrick S- Suskind. Cannot pronounce it. It's got the the glot thing, like the two dots above the U.
0: Oh yeah, game yeah. over for me. I have no idea.
1: Yep, <laughs> game over, man. Game over. <laughs> uh, but that's a story about uh, a guy who tries to make the perfect perfume uh, by killing beautiful women. He's. I can't remember if he's got either no sense of smell or he's got like the most amazing sense of smell and he can smell everything and it's too much for him Uh, and at the end I don't care if I spoil this uh, (laughs) because the ending is just great I have to talk about it at the end he uses like a combined perfume of like a whole bunch of things and it is so good that it sends his courtroom into an orgiastic frenzy and he gets like torn apart and he dies
0: huh Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of justice. Uh. Is it? Uh. Uh. Uh.
1: Uh. And I do believe <laughs> that that is considered. <laughs> I is think it? that's considered a more <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a more modern work of literature, too. That was published in 1985. So I I like that newer things are added to the canon all the time that Mm -hmm. we can appreciate and that people have found inspirational enough. Um, There's a song. Oh, boy. I don't know if I want to talk about that. all right well
0: on that (laughs) note
1: there's too much (laughs) i will i will
0: stop you right there
1: i could go on forever
0: yes there's so much uh I, i know you could hey maybe maybe a literary songs podcast is in our future
1: maybe maybe
0: make an entire podcast let us know if that's something you'd be interested in Just saying
1: books 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 okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right do you want to like shout out like top three or like do a top three honorable mention for yourself because i know you're probably burning to talk about something
1: (laughs) okay so top three uh i will say first and foremost the song to the end by my chemical romance is inspired by the short story "A Rose for Emily" by hey! William Faulkner,
0: which is an amazing which, short story. It really
1: is. It's so good, and I can't spoil it. Just know that it's it's excellent. It's a very great commentary on Southern society and on and on uh, women, uh, gender, and race, and all that other lovely. Is good. It's a great story. Definitely, uh, sp-
0: definitely read that if you haven't read it.
1: Holds a special place in my heart because uh, a big part of my of my senior thesis was uh, about that piece. So when I found out that that's what that song was about, I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one I want to shout out is "Hey Ahab" by Elton John and Leon Russell. Uh, that song's a, that song's a vibe. It's basically this big, loud, bluesy number uh, based on Moby Dick by Herman Melville uh don't know if you guys know too much about Moby Dick basically um big white whale that is the bane of Captain Ahab's existence and uh it's it's some say it's the devil as a whale and Ahab is obsessed with catching it cuz it took his leg and uh lots of fighting ensues and at the end the whale kills him <laughs> it's great it's a great story um and Elton John really goes hard on these keys for this. It is so good. It feels like something that comes out of the Mississippi, Mississippi Delta Blues era. Like, it's good. Um, <laughs> okay. And my third honorable mention. Uh, <sighs> it's probably going to be Way Down Hadestown by Aeneas Mitchell. For Yay. those of you who are disgusting theater people like myself, you'll know that Anais Mitchell penned a musical called Hadestown. So why do you think I get to get to use this in a basically voided show tunes on this program? I didn't use the show tune version. I used the one off of her concept album that came long before this show was ever written. Avoided um, is so harsh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love that musical so much. I love it. This version, however, is the original version um, that Anais Mitchell use. She teamed up with uh, a lot of other notable uh, musicians, including Justin Vernon, um, whom you probably know as Bonnie Bear. So bon Iver. it's it's a great album. But I chose way down Hades Town because it's this like up uproariously, like, just incredible number um, about going to uh hell basically. <laughs> Explaining the mythology around it. Um, it's the myth of Orpheus and Eurydice set in a Dust Bowl-esque uh, setting. So if you need a reason to listen to that album and then the musical, <laughs> that that's your reason. Go listen to it. There you go. Do it. It's really good. It's really sad. You'll enjoy it. But <laughs> way down, Hades Down is so fun. It is so fun. Um, anyway, I'm going to stop talking now because I have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you um, want to do uh, honorable mentions?
0: I'll do um, maybe one or two. I I will say an honorable mention to White Winter Hymnal by Fleet Foxes, which I did oh, not nice. know was based on the juniper tree by the Brothers Grimm.
1: Freaky, isn't it?
0: It is freaky. Yeah. I never really think too much about the lyrics when I listen to that song because it's just so, like, nice.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, no, I always listen to that song, like, around the winter time. And it is, like, a beautiful, just, like, winter fun kind of song that gets stuck in your head. Because it's that, like, ah, da, 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 da. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just nice. Like you said, it's beautiful. And then you actually, like, read the lyrics. And you're like, oh, that person's head just fell off. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> yep. Which is right out of the juniper tree, in which a, a stepmom kills her stepson, and then puts his head back on with a scarf to pretend he's not dead, and then her the ghost of her stepson comes back as a bird and drops rocks on her head until she dies.
0: Yay! Yay! <laughs> Wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's my main um, honorable mention. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, there, there are also like a couple of other random songs that kind of don't fit with the theme, but I put on to fuck with Katarina, so I won't mention those. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to. So.
0: <laughs> like, I kind of put Cape Cod Chwasa on there just to fuck with you, but like... It that's does fair. count.
1: <laughs> but it does count because it's inspired by two different books. So, ha, ha,
0: ha. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all in all, I'm very happy about this episode because I learned a hell of a lot and I got to sit back and listen to Katarina spin me yarns.
1: Yay. <laughs> and
0: and that's my I favorite like- thing to do, actually. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, I listeners, like, one of the coolest things about being friends with Katerina, I'm going to just be real about this, is that she is a plethora of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, when she, especially when she, like, really loves a topic, she'll just, like, I mean, you experienced a little bit of it, and, like, it's great. It's the best thing in the world. (laughs) And it even (laughs) happens when she's drunk. She's still able to, like, pull out like these facts and you're like how are you quoting the beginning of a tale of two cities right now (laughs) you've had so many shots of vodka what's happening
1: my personality's been replaced by works of literature so all I can do when I'm drunk is quote things (laughs)
0: college was a very interesting time
1: Mm -hmm. Um. yes it was Yes, it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but on that note, I think it's time that we shift gears um, and kick off December with a brand new artist segment for Up ben and Cameras. Yay! Woo! So who do you have for us this week?
0: All right, so this week we are talking about a band that I discovered uh, because they were actually the openers for Passion Pit when I saw them live back in May of this year, which seems, like, so far away. Um, But it is a band called The Beaches. It is a band um, of all women, and they're all cooler than I'll ever be. Um, But (laughs) they're... (laughs) You ever like I I always love like finding really cool like bands and just being like God you guys are just the coolest people I love you yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but like they're really great um and I went again I went into that show like not knowing who the opener was going to be and I was like completely just like I'm just gonna be surprised and um they came out and they just rocked it. Like they crushed it. They were so good. Like every single one of their songs was like, you know, loud. And like, it was everything you want from like a rock song, like their proper, like rock band. Um, And there, they have a song that I absolutely love that is called want what you got. And that song is like, First of all, it's, like, the ultimate, like, strut down the street, like, feeling your, like, just being, like, forget everybody else. I'm going to just walk down the street and sashay away. Um, But that song's also great because it's basically just, like, about, like, kind of being low-key jealous of, like, a friend or a person you know. Like, you... You know, like, that thing where you're, like, on Instagram or whatever, and you see, like, some picture from, like, a loose acquaintance or something that you're following, and she's, like, Mm -hmm. in fucking, like, Paris or something, (laughs) having brunch or what. Like, she just has this really great life, and you're just like, damn. (laughs) Like, you know, that's basically what that song's about. It's just like, you know what, I want what you got. (laughs) Like... It's not a lot, but I want it, like, you know. Um, and it's really, it's su- it really is such a mood. Like, that song is such a mood. And, like, and I love, what I love about that song, too, is that, like, yes, it's kind of about that sort of, like, envy, but it's just so, like, fun and, like, in your face that it makes you feel, like, kind of empowered when you listen to it. So, like, it's about feeling kind of down, but it makes you feel really good. <laughs> nice. So, like, definitely check that song out. They also have a song called Fascination, which is also really great. Um, they, If you want to follow them on Twitter, which you should, they are at TheBeaches um, on Twitter, spelled the way you would spell beaches. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. um, so, well I def- can't
1: read <laughs> <laughs> I mean
0: look Okay, I-, I can spell it for you D-H-E-B-E-A C-H-E-S At okay. the beaches So like give them a follow um, Let them know Rhapsody and Reverie sent you Listen to their stuff They're really great um, You will not be disappointed And if you are then you know It's my show. (laughs) It's Katarina's show. So I don't care. (laughs) It's our show. It's not your show. (laughs) No. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Anyway. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, well, guys, thanks so much for tuning in once more this week.
0: Yes. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> um what was I gonna say?
1: Follow us on. <laughs> it's written right there. Follow, Follow
0: us. us on Twitter and Facebook
1: <laughs> and Instagram. We are at Rhapsody
0: Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and we are at Rhapsody and Reverie Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Something
1: else you may want to do is uh, join our Patreon family by becoming a patron. Um, yeah, do that. It's, a, it's dope. Uh, we give you guys cool stuff like monthly zines and behind-the-scenes footage and other bonus stuff that I'm not going to tell you about gotta right join now. the fam to find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so consider doing that, maybe. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, anywhere and everywhere podcasts are sold slash not sold because podcasts are free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, most and, podcasts are. And you sh- yes, and you should uh, probably leave us a rating or a review because we like feedback. Do that. Yeah. And, of course, check our website for announcements. Announcements. Reviews. Reviews. Um, concert things. Yep, yep. Yeah. So much is going on, and it's the end of the year, and we want to do it right, so check our website out. Check it. Yeah. I'm and just going to ad lib. I love it. And with that, our episode basically comes to a close. We've reached the last page Of the story of book week. Close book. Close (laughs) (laughs) book. Next week, we're doing something fun uh, in honor of an ask that we got um, many moons ago. Many moons ago. Uh, We are going to be doing a reflection on some of our old episodes next week. uh, Where we'll talk about... um, new music that may have come out in the space between when we last talked about these people versus now no uh, shit. our thoughts on how they've evolved maybe um it's a catch-up episode it'll be fun uh please be sure to tune in same bat time same bat channel <laughs> <laughs> straight up
0: <laughs> is this and, how the uh, rappers do it
1: <laughs> yeah I'm feeling very like you're you're a great hype woman. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And with and with that, I think we're uh I don't know what's happened to me. (laughs) I do, it's the holidays and you're tired and seasonal depression means you have to find little joys in everything you do.
0: Skirt skirt